I think once I had the idea, I was locked in and ready to go. So I spoke to my husband about it and he basically said I was an idiot. Not the first time he said that, to be quite honest, when I've come up with challenges. Diz Runs Radio, episode 934. Starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you in part by the good folks over at Head Sweats. Uh, as spring is sprunging, springing, as spring is happening, as, as summer is hopefully relatively quickly approaching for you, depending on where you are in the world, um, it might be time to step up the, the hat game a little bit, you know, with the, with the sun coming out, the day's getting longer, getting hot, getting, getting uh, a little warm out there. Maybe it's time to get a new hat, new, new visor, new something of the sort. And if so... Head Sweats is the place to go. Top-notch quality. Uh, honestly, prices you, you almost can't beat, especially when you get a pretty sweet discount code. And we got a pretty sweet discount code. So uh, all kinds of great, fun designs. And, and they've even got shirts and clothes and apparel and uh, the whole nine. I mean, it's, it's, it's Head Sweats. You'd think it was just the head, but they really got you covered pretty much from, from I don't know, from like head to knee, maybe mid-calf. They don't have any socks. They don't have any shoes. They got some some capris, I think, for the ladies. Um, I guess the guys could wear the capris as well. Not my jam, but you do you. Uh, but if you want to check out the, the things that are available, uh, disruns.com slash headsweats is the affiliate link. Uh, and all that means is that it's the same website as if you just go to headsweats.com. But anything that you end up deciding like, oh, wow, I need this. And yeah, I'm going to need that too. And oh, I better get this thing. Uh, I get a little a little kickback, a couple of shekels that, that come into the coffers as a, as a thank you for me sending you their way. But that was a lot of pronouns in one sentence that may or may not made sense. But, uh, you know, whatever. We roll with it. Uh, Dizruns.com slash headsweats is the link. Anything that you fall in love with and can't live without, use the code Dizruns40. Dizruns40 at checkout. All one word. No spaces. No dashes. No underscores. No nothing. Just D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-4-0. Saves you 40% on anything that you end up purchasing. And 40%... From what I hear, is not nothing. It's it's actually something. So save yourself something. Get yourself a great new hat, new visor, uh, new mask, new shirt, new half zip or quarter zip or tights or or capris or all of the above. You do you. Uh, but disruns.com slash forty is the discount code. Once again, disruns.com slash head sweats is the link. And not for nothing. But if you just kind of pay attention a little bit, typically somewhere middle of the week. There's like a free shipping day. You can use the discount code, still get free shipping. Bada boom, bada bam. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Dizruns.com slash headsweats. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, my uh, guest today is a woman that is uh, pushing herself quite a bit this year in hopes of helping those that are really struggling uh, with their mental health, which is something that I think a lot of us can relate to on some level or another with how running can help our mental health. 
Um, but obviously a lot of folks have been struggling in the past year due to the pandemic and, and how that has impacted day-to-day life. And hopefully we're coming out of it. Uh, but her aim this year is, is really simple, at least on th- in theory, is to run a 10K, run a 10K per day in order to raise funds and awareness uh, for the, the charity Mind, which is a mental health charity based in England. So uh, clearly, just from just from that little bit, you know, we got lots of things to talk about today because 10K a day, that's, that's no small feat. Uh, so we'll get into kind of how it got started, how she's doing, all that good stuff uh, with Miss Joy, Miss, with, excuse me, screwing up the name here already. Uh, we'll get into it today with Miss jo- Joe Boylan Kemp. Uh, so thanks, thanks Joe, for uh, joining us today. Welcome to the show. And hopefully that's the, the worst I do is stumbling over somehow screwing up a, a it's relatively a simple pronounced name, but I, I kept seeing a, an extra Y in there. I wanted to say Joy a half a dozen times, so I don't know how that happened. But Joe, thanks for joining us today and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. There were a lot of people managed to mess up my name. Um, I get um, Joe, Joanne, Joan, Josephine. <laughs> Best one I've ever had, I think, was Giovanna um, at Starbucks one day. They wrote on my cup Giovanna from the from Joe. I was like quite impressed with that one. So. Wow. And also, that's why I tend to say BK for my surname. That's how people know me, Joe BK, gotcha. just because, yeah. Gotcha. Well, it's not the easiest name to say, so I'll let you off. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for letting me off. It shouldn't have been a, a struggle, but I just, like I said, somehow I had a, an extra <laughs> Y on your first name, and then that just, like, it was just there, and I kept, ugh, anyway. Regardless, yeah. we're, we're here and that's that's what matters. And uh, guys, if you enjoyed today's conversation, kind of want to follow along with Joe on her journey, uh, maybe support the cause, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, her, her social media is a great place to find her uh, on Instagram. Her handle there is at Jojo underscore BK. So just J-O-J-O underscore BK. Uh, on Facebook, you can find her at, it's a page that she's got created there, uh, at Joe BK 10 KM. So the 10 is, is spelled out, num- or numbers wise spelled out, one zero. So at Joe BK 10 KM on Facebook. Uh, and obviously she's got the link to, to donate at those various places as well, which is one of those, you know, complicated links. So we're not going to just ramble it all off, but it will be in the show notes along with, um, her, her contact information, her, her social media information and whatnot. Um, and you can get to the show notes for today's episode at disruns.com slash nine, three, four disruns.com slash nine, three, four. 934, goodness, uh, will take you right there to the website, all the information linked up at your disposal. So, uh, Joe, Joe, the, the conversation today uh, is is always gets started uh, the same way on, on the show. It, I like to keep it, uh, it's like the one thing that's been uniform, the one thing that hasn't changed over the years is the introductory question. Uh, and it's it's kind of one of those that, that gives us usually some, some interesting fodder, some interesting topics for, for ways to go once we get started. And that's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? I think I should probably at this point say 10K, um, <laughs> but I'm not actually going to. It's um, I, I really like a half marathon. That's my favorite um, sort of distance to run in a race. Um, 10K, 5K, I find a little bit too short, a little bit too competitive when you're actually doing it in sort of like race conditions. Everybody's trying to get like the best time. And the half marathon, you can just kind of go and enjoy it and try and get a good time, but just enjoy the scenery. And it's just a nice distance for me. So, yeah, yeah if I was going to choose anything, that would be the one. Fair enough. I, I certainly agree that uh, the, the shorter it gets, it, I, I've said many times that the, the 5K is probably my least favorite distance. Because it's just so, you know, if you're going to race it hard, you know, it's just it's just hard from, from the drop versus... Uh, the half marathon, like, yeah, I mean, obviously if you're racing, if you're racing any distance hard, like it's going to be tough. It's going to be a struggle. There's going to be some points where it's uh, pretty uncomfortable. Um, 
but if you're pacing correctly for the half marathon, at least you can, you can kind of cruise for a bit. It's not, it shouldn't be uncomfortable from the start or else it's going to be a really long, uh, half marathon day, as opposed to uh, just kind of pushing it a bit, <laughs> at the, a, a bit at the end. But, uh, yeah, half marathon, great distance. It's, it's a pretty common answer, uh, for that, for that question for lots of, lots of good reasons. Uh, but I like the idea of, you know, just kind of get out there, have a good time, push yourself a little bit, but you know, it's not quite, I, I don't know here. I feel like at least in the States, um, there's like that first maybe 10% of a half marathon that really is taking it serious, kind of jockeying for position, things like that, racing it hard. And then the rest of the, the rest of the yeah. crew, um, you know, whether they've got personal goals and, and trying to push their, their, their selves, but it's, it's a lot more laid back, easy going. Everybody's out there, you know, for, for whatever reason. But, uh, is that, is that a similar situation across the pond in the UK? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it depends. If you're kind of going out to serious um, races, then, yeah, there's, there's elbows at uh, mm-hmm. dawn, shall we say, at the starting line, and people are adjusting into position. I'm I'm not that quick, so I'm generally towards the back of the pack, so it's a little bit more relaxed affair back there. And I think that's probably why I like a half marathon distance, because, I, 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 yeah, I don't go quickly. I go at a reasonable pace, but my half marathon pace is probably my 5k pace to be quite honest i don't tend to push you that much more so yeah i think that's why i'm definitely better suited to that kind of distance and just enjoying the ride as you kind of go through it but yeah there are people who take it really seriously Mm -hmm. so yeah i tend to stay back out of the way nothing wrong with that there's there's some folks over here that i've talked to over the years that uh kind of say that hey you know the, the the back of the pack the 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 folks that that you know, a they get their money's worth out there on the race course because they're out there longer, so they're just enjoying it and having a good time. Yeah. But also, tends to be a little bit more of a party. You know, people are talking, laughing, you know, cracking up, uh, having having a good time with each other, making a new, you know, hopefully making a few new friends along the way. So, uh, I think there's something to be said of of you know just kind of running running races, just kind of just cruising, having a good time. Like that's that's not a bad situation. And, and as far as pace, don't say slow. Yeah, no, it's all relative. Like you're out there, you're doing it. It doesn't matter, fast, slow, whatever. It's it's all good. And the people at the back tend to have the sweets as well. So that's always a good one. That's, that's always a, another added bonus <laughs> of, of uh, running it towards the back of the pack. But Joe, how'd you get started in, in running? Is, is running been something that's been been part of your life for a long time, fairly recently? How'd you, how'd you find your way into the sport? Um, it's been for, for a while. My mum used to run quite a lot and she kind of started doing half marathons. And then we've got quite a famous half marathon in Nottingham. It's the Robin Hood half. Obviously, Nottingham, mm-hmm. Robin Hood kind of right. go hand in hand. So one year, she was like, right, come on, you can come and do that with me. And I was a bit unfit. I drank a bit, smoked a bit. Thought, mm, okay, I'll give it a go. Why not? So I went and did the half with her. And it was quite embarrassing, really, because she kept like running up in front of me and then coming back to me to check I was all right and then running off again. And the people around me were just absolutely cracking up. This woman in her, but she was probably in her 50s by this point, was absolutely just nailing me on, on the running thing. So that kind of made me think, oh, hang on a second. If my mum can do that, <laughs> I think I should probably be able to do this. So that's, that's kind of got me into it. And I started doing, say, like half marathons and just kind of getting out and just enjoying it just for some exercise. Um then I started doing CrossFit about six years ago, and I think I probably got into my fitness more at that point. And so, so yeah, from that point onwards, it's just been lots of running, lots of yeah, CrossFitting, lots of doing really silly challenges and uh, and fun things as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, I've talked to a few folks over the years that that do a bit of you know CrossFit or you know some type of of that kind of high intensity strength training. 
um, exercise in addition to their running. And, and I'm always curious how you how you find those two worlds work together because it, the, the, at least the stereotype that, that I've kind of been you know exposed to uh, from from folks over here is um, you know the CrossFitters like the serious CrossFitters hate running anything to do like anything when there's when there's a little bit of running mixed into the workout like anything that's over a couple hundred meters four hundred meters it's like oh my god like this is such a long run um, you know, and then obviously the runners, it's like 400 meters. Like you're not even getting started like that. You haven't even cracked a sweat. Like you're just, you're just barely, <laughs> barely beginning. Um, and, and I'm certainly a big fan and a big believer in the value of strength training and how that can support running. Um, but, but you know, how, how have you found for for yourself personally, the, those two kind of pretty different disciplines or different forms of exercise, how have they, they worked together for you? Um, they've actually worked quite well for me because I'm not a particularly, I mean, I can lift weights, don't get me wrong. And I'm pretty handy with a barbell, but I'm not like a super strong, um, really sort of like heavy lifter. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a medium level. So that, that kind of works well. So I'm definitely more of a, I suppose, cardio queens, what we tend to get called. And they're those who actually like the running kind of side of things. So I have got friends who see anything over 400 meters in a wad and they're like, oh my God, no, I'm, I'm going to go on the rower. I'm not going to run that. I'm going to go on the bike or something. Whereas I'm like, yay, excellent. I'll yeah, crack on quite happily and do that. So I think I kind of do like some competitions across it, or we did before obviously mm-hmm. the whole like lockdown pandemic situation hit. And I was always the one who kind of got favored for doing the cardio stuff and, and the quick stuff. And, and then my friends who had better strengths would do the heavier lifting side of things. So I think it helps though, because it kind of keeps you, it just kind of keeps your strength up. So, and you kind of uses all your different muscles and mm-hmm. it, I, I think it complements for me anyway, because I don't lift particularly heavy. I'm not kind of going out for, massive goals um, and PBs in my, in my CrossFit and my weightlifting. It's just a, a nice thing to do on the side, which I enjoy. And it's really social and fun. So yeah, yeah. They, they, for me, they work well together. Definitely. Yeah. I, I can, I can see how they, they could be very complimentary. And I, I, I coach runners and I've had a few folks that I've coached over the years that have, you know, some that have kind of gone really far all in on CrossFit and that's a regular part of their routine. Some that have, have dabbled in it a little bit. Uh, but I feel like, you know, in, in, as much as you can, you can say in general, uh, because obviously everybody's different and, and, and all that kind of, uh, you know, very much true statements, but you know, all that kind of good stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, just working some different, even just working your body different, you know, a lot more sprints, a lot more short and hard versus yeah. running, you know, a lot of times endurance running, you're, you're doing slower, easier, longer runs, things like that. Just working different systems, different ways. Um, you know, variety is the spice of life for a yeah. lot of things and, and in fitness is no different. I tend to find that running is quite linear as well. I mean, you, you're moving, I mean, you're kind of just going in the same way and you're using your muscles in the same way every day, day in, day out. So with something like strength training as well, you are, yeah, kind of moving in different ways so you don't lose those movement patterns as you're kind of getting older. You kind of need right. to keep flexible and supple. So I think for me, it just helps me keep moving. I don't say that when I get out of bed some mornings and I've got really bad doms <laughs> right. from doing like a load of reverse lunges with a heavy barbell. I'm, I've kind of like questioned why I've just done that and then I've got to run as well. Mm-hmm. But I think on the whole, it is really, really helpful for me, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you also mentioned the the social dynamic of, again, when when, when we're safe to, to get back into the, to the gyms and the boxes and things like that, where, you know, you can be around a bunch of people and cheering each other on and, and developing those relationships. Uh, obviously, that's, at least I would assume that that's a, a big component. And, and again, something that you can get with running, but running is a little bit more solitary versus in that, that CrossFit environment where, you know, even if you're, 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 uh, 
doing some of the, the quote unquote longer runs, like they're still not that long and they still kind of, you still start and finish. You come back to the same spot and everybody's is kind of cheering each other along, cheering each other on as you go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've just got back to our box this week for the mm. first time since, oh God, I can't remember, probably been November when I was there, there last and we were only there briefly in between like the first lockdown and the second mm. lockdown. So it's been absolutely brilliant to kind of be back and see people and have an absolute laugh. I mean, I did intervals this morning mm. And it was just so much fun. It was like the old crowd. It's just like we hadn't been away. And I mean, I was picking up really light weights and I was not doing very well because I hadn't done it for a good few months, but it was just fun. And running, yeah, you can be social. So I will tend, I try to run with people a good few times a week. And also it's been a really legitimate way to kind of catch up and talk to people in the UK whilst lockdown's been going on. One of the things we have been allowed to do is exercise with one other person outside the house. So trying to keep that social kind of side up and, yeah, kind of actually see people and do it without being naughty um, and actually have a justifiable reason for it. It's been fab. But, yeah, it's nice to be back in the box and see lots of people, definitely. I bet. I bet. Um, you know, speaking of, of lockdown and the, and the pandemic and kind of how things are going and kind of mentioned it in the intro. I mean, it's obviously been a challenge for a lot of folks, the different, different levels. Uh, some people have had a, maybe a slightly easier time than, than others. Although I don't think anybody can really honestly say that it's been a non-factor. I mean, it's, it's impacted all of us to, to some, some level or another, but, um, you know, just uh, in general, uh, overall, how have you kind of managed or, or, or how have you done in the, the last year? Has it been a, a real struggle? Has it been, you know, I hate to say just a minor inconvenience, because again, I think it's been more than that for everybody, but you know, h- how, how difficult has the last year, year plus been for you in terms of the, the pandemic and the lockdown and, and things like that? It's, it's gone in ways, I think. Um, sometimes it's been, it's been quite nice sometimes being at home, being with the family, not having to commute, kind of just enjoying your own sort of space. And that's been fab. But then sometimes it has been really difficult because obviously you can't go and see your friends. I've had two really close friends have babies during the lockdown. And that's been tough because I haven't been able to see them as much as I'd like to. Um, couple of the, my family members have got mental health problems and so it's impacted upon them which is then impacted upon me so yeah it's been a bit of a roller coaster but I mean we're, we're getting through it and coming out the other end smiling hopefully for the most part mm-hmm. and in some ways the exercise things the thing that's been keeping me going because that's my little me time um, when I'm out the house I can just stick my headphones on or have a chat or just kind of get out and get away and blow the cobwebs out for an hour, whatever it takes me to do my 10K and just, yeah, keep my spirits up because you say sort of exercise really does help with mental health. Mm -hmm. And we've all struggled in some way during this pandemic. I don't think anybody's going to get out unscathed in in one way or another, different ways for different people. But yeah, so for me, that's been important to getting the exercise in. Yes, certainly. I I agree with that. And and it's been, you know, I I think, again, I think you, I was talking to a bunch of runners right now. I think that that all of us to, to, again, we've all been impacted. We've all had struggles. There's been some days that have been been more difficult than others, but I think that, you know, hopefully at least for, for most of us, the the runs have helped to at least stabilize things a little bit, keep the, Mm -hmm. keep the, the, the lows from getting too low, the, the, the rough patches from getting, getting too rough. Um, I guess let's just dive into the to the challenge, right? The the 10k per day challenge that you, that you started mm-hmm. on the first of the year. Um, you know, where where did that that come from? Uh, like, when did that idea happen? When did you decide that this might be something that that you wanted to do? Um, 
I, I kind of feel like that sounds, it sounds to me like one of those kind of lockdown pandemic ideas of like, oh yeah, this might be fun. This could be a, this could be a fun thing. Is that, is that accurate or kind of how did that, uh, how did the idea come to your mind? Yeah, pretty much how it went. It was uh, kind of going into the, the, the winter lockdown in the UK. And I thought, oh, I think probably a couple of glasses of wine probably helped <laughs> my kind of come up with the idea as well. And it seemed like a really good idea at the time when I came up with it. I was like, well, it's a way to get outside. Obviously, people, as I said, struggling with their mental health. So raising some money for mines would be really good because they are busy as anything. And they're just going to get busier, particularly as this kind of year goes on and people kind of come out and the real implications are beginning to kind of be noticed and, and felt so yeah I thought yeah I'm gonna do something and yeah I, I blame the wine for the 10k every day bit because in my head I thought oh that sounds good that sounds achievable why I didn't go for 5k I don't know because it had the same ring to it <laughs> half the distance but yeah so I think, think we can blame the wine for that one Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I feel like as I was kind of getting you know getting ready a little bit, kind of doing a little preparation for for our chat, I was I was kind of I find myself kind of thinking like you know, ten k, and maybe this was where the wine blurred your blurred your your reasoning a little bit. Like ten k, obviously for some runners like that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. But if you've been running long enough and, and you're you know like you said half marathons is a distance that you enjoy running, um, you know ten k is is not this insurmountable, like it's, it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's an hour, hour and 10 hour and 15 minutes, whatever, whatever it takes hour and 20. I mean, however long it takes, doesn't matter, but it's, it's doable. It's, 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 it's a chunk, but it's not something that's, that seems like it's that huge of a, of an obstacle until you say, Oh, I'm going to do that every single day. Uh, that's, it becomes a lot bigger, bigger pill to swallow at that point. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, so, you know, we want to, want to blame the, the wine. Uh, what I, I think that's a, that's a, a valid, uh, scapegoat to, to make, but, um, <laughs> when did, when, was there a point maybe, maybe the next day after the wine wore off a little bit where you said, wait a second, what was I, what was I thinking? Or, or was it once you had the idea where you just locked in and, and ready to go? I think once I had the idea, I was locked in and ready to go. So I spoke to my husband about it and he basically said I was an idiot, but he. <laughs> not the first time he said that to be quite honest when I've come up with challenges so he tends to back me anyway bless him he just kind of like sighs and yeah <laughs> shakes his head and then has the pom-poms at the end with her cheerleading me on so I, mean, I can't ask for better than that so I do think that so I thought about it, it must have been sort of the beginning of the lockdown sort of maybe November time I thought well this sounds like a good plan and say 10k is a manageable distance and then the everyday thing just sounded good and I thought well if I'm going to challenge myself, I might as well do it properly. And so I kind of spoke to a few friends as well about it. And again, they said, I'm completely insane. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. I thought, well, that kind of makes me a little bit more determined that I am going to do it. Anybody says, don't do it. That's always like a red rag to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, right, now I, I can show them. I can do it. I'm, I'm going to do this challenge. And I've kind of like, I've mentioned it to a few people and started putting feelers out there about it. And then I thought, I'll see how it goes to the end of the year. And then obviously, because starting on the 1st of January, so well, if I wake up on the 1st of January and decide I'm not going to do it, it's okay. It doesn't really matter because I hadn't actually started publicizing it. And then on the 1st of January, I woke up and obviously New Year's Eve the day before. So I'd enjoyed myself, had a very <laughs> nice New Year's Eve sort of on the sofa with some bottles of bubbles. Woke up New Year's Day and thought, oh, am I actually going to do this now? And then I actually woke up that day to the really sad news a childhood friend who I've been I've known probably since I must have been two or three I think he'd actually taken his life on New Year's Eve oh. 
Um, so he'd had mental health problems along the way over the last year. And the last year really, really hit him hard and the pandemic, et cetera, and, and sort of like family issues and, and work issues. And you, everything kind of came to a head. And I, yeah, that kind of just basically sealed the deal for me on New Year's Day. I was like, well, yeah, I may be hungover and I may be feeling bad, but I'm not feeling that bad and I can do this and I can kind of get on and do this to try and raise as much money as I can for mind then to, so that they can then support people like my friend so that hopefully nobody else will have to make the, that kind of choice um, or yeah, they can get the help and, and their family and friends can also get the help as well that they need um, if those kind of things do occur or people even think about doing something like that. So that really was the, what kind of spurred me on. And, and, and yeah, I wasn't going to back out from that point onwards. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I just wanted to kind of make sure that I'm understanding and obviously make sure those that are listening are understanding too. Um, as far as the, the charity component and, and doing it for mind, um, that was, that was the catalyst was, was your friend. Uh, it wasn't like something that, that was a big part of it before that, or, or it was just gonna be like a challenge. And then, and then because of that situation, like we made it, or you made it into a, a charitable thing as well. Um, yes and no. So actually, no, I always thought about doing it for mine because as I said, I have family members who have got mental health gotcha. problems as well myself. So I have experience of it and I can see the goodness that the charities do. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of people in the UK are really, really struggling at the moment. And I know that they are really um, turning to charities like mine because the NHS simply haven't got capacity to cope. Mm-hmm. They're, they're overwhelmed dealing with the, the with pandemics. Um, but I really think that the mental health crisis that's going to come out on the back of it is going to be, even, you know, it's going to be really, really bad. So trying to help charities like mine will hopefully then be able to help those people so that's that's why i started thinking about it and that's why i thought if i'm going to do it i'll I'll do it for that charity and it was just as i said it waking up to the news about my friend on new year's day just basically that sealed everything for me that's why i thought yes i'm going to do the challenge and i'm definitely doing it for mind gotcha gotcha yeah Yeah. sorry obviously sorry for the the loss of your friend it's it's you know i feel like and 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 forgive me if this is if this is an i don't know if an ignorant statement is quite the right way of saying it but like Fortunately, I haven't had too many close instances of real mental health crises in in my family. Even my my extended family really haven't had had much of it. Um, but you see the statistics everywhere, right? I mean, the you know, UK, US, in, anywhere. There's all the statistics of the folks that are really struggling. The, the suicide rates. Uh, I know in the US, it's talked about semi regularly in, in like veteran circles of how many veterans, you know, military veterans take their lives on a on a daily basis, and it, it all kind of becomes. Uh, again, if this is callous, I, I don't mean it this way, but it, it all kind of becomes just statistics, right? Like, like it's just it's just numbers. But obviously, when it when it happens to somebody you're close to, even if there's some some distance, but a close a close childhood friend, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is this is, uh, you know, I just can't imagine. And then, like you said, you having some some family members that struggle with mental health as well. Uh, I can see it really solidifying it, and just like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, but but back in back in the, the train up just a, just a hair kind of when the when the idea first presented itself in in November ish whatever the the exact timeline was and like kind of thinking about it I don't know maybe maybe not um, did you do much as far as preparations go for for the idea of running a ten k every day as far as did you ramp up training did you do anything different or, or kind of what was that that what happened in that you know couple months give or take between the the idea forming and uh, you know New Year's Day kicking it off. Um, not much, if I'm quite honest about it. 
I possibly should have done a little bit more training than I did just to get my body used to it. But part of me thought I need to back off a little bit because I know I'm going to be putting in so much pressure on my body come the 1st of January. I don't want to fatigue it too much by the time I even get to the starting point. So, yeah, I mean, I did some runs. I've got some um, weights at home. So I kind of did some strength training at home. We just kind of ticked over, I think, would be the best way of putting it just to make sure I was still able to run, I was still able to you know, be reasonably fit. Mm-hmm. And then just so I was ready to kind of go on the first of Jan. But there was definitely no, there was no plan in place. There was no, um, you know, strategic anything about this at all. It was just like, a, oh, I'll be fine. I'll start on the first of January and we'll, and we'll see how it goes. But to be honest, that's how I've kind of approached most. I've done marathons, I've done an ultra and I've approached most things in that kind of vein of uh, it'll be all right on the night kind of thing. So I, I do train, but I don't, I'm not one of these people who has a schedule with a, I'm going to do this on weeks one and two and this run and this tempo thing. And I, I just don't do that. I just kind of go out and do what I feel like doing on the day. If I do even feel like doing it. <laughs> so. There's, there's something to be said about that and just kind of, you know, enjoy, like not getting too stressed out about it, not trying to take it too serious, just having fun and kind of seeing what, what you're, what you're feeling like that day. Um, of course, you know, in, in, in your situation, it was, you kind of had the perfect, maybe the imperfect timeline of, you know, there was enough time to do a little bit, but like you said, you don't want to go crazy before it even starts and put yourself fatigued or potentially injured or things like that before it gets started. But at the same time, you got to, prepare a little bit because you, you could be shocked to your system. You ask too much when all of a sudden it's every single yeah. day going to be going to be 10 K a day. Um, you know, kind of go into that, that first week or so of it where, where probably the, the shock was as much or, or more as, as it was going to be. Um, how was the first week, 10 days, two weeks, something like that? How did, how did it get started for you? Oh, well, it's the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. By week three, I was questioning every life choice <laughs> I had ever made in my life about everything. I think it was First, it was lovely. I was like, oh, this, this is good. I can do this. And then my legs got heavy. Mm. And I, I don't know, the inflammation, just like the holding water, which just made them heavy and just, all, yeah, it was not fun. And the things were aching and muscles were, my quads were on fire. My Achilles tendons were not happy bunnies at all. And yeah, three weeks in, I thought, oh, crikey, I'm not sure about this, but I'm going to have to keep going. And then my body kind of basically went, oh, right, okay, so we're doing this every day, are we? <laughs> right, okay, okay, I'll give in then, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine, we can manage this, now I know what we're doing. And it just, everything seemed to settle down, and it just seemed to acclimatize to it, thankfully. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, as I say, two weeks, three weeks in, I was getting worried. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can imagine. And I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe it's, 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 I mean, it's probably not coincidence, right? Like, like the timing of it being that you started on, on New Year's Day, and, you know, we all kind of know the, the, again, maybe we don't know the exact stats. We've all heard the, the sayings of New Year's resolutions and they, you know, they, they're great for the first week because you're excited. It's a new year, you know, whatever, whatever area you're working on or thing you're trying to, to do, uh, you get to week two, you get to week three, and that's where they, they kind of tend to fall off, you know, and, and the, the, the rate of people continuing on uh, really drops off. Um, and it kind of sounds like if there was, if there was going to be a time when you were going to drop off, that was where it was, but you push through all of a sudden it starts to get a little bit easier. Your body adapts and, and, uh, you know, how, how are we doing at this point where, where, as we're recording this on, on the first of April, um, you know, three months in, how, how, how are things going? Pretty all right at the moment. Touch wood. I'll say right. that. So Absolutely. I hope I haven't just jinxed myself there. I spent the last 
I suppose, two weeks wondering whether I had a stress fracture on the top of my foot. Mm. But I ran through it and managed to get in to see a osteopath. And it wasn't, it's not a stress fracture. She put a tuning fork on my foot. And basically, if it had been a fracture, I think I would have jumped out of my skin. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing. So she just manipulated my foot and loosened off whatever had tightened up. And actually, it's absolutely fine now. Okay. So, yeah. Um, if you see me get out of bed in the morning or off the sofa after I've been sat for a while, I do look like I'm possibly double my age. I'm kind of <laughs> heading in towards my, my 80s quite happily because I, I hobble mm-hmm. until I kind of get moving and going. But it's only a few steps and then my body kind of eases up a little bit and a bit more flexible. But yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised at how well my body's actually reacted. So except for that, say that concern over my foot, I haven't really so far had any major um, sort of like injury concerns. I mean, I have to kind of go for massages whenever I can. I've got one of those like recovery Theragun type mm-hmm. things, um, foot spa. Amazing. My friends brought me a foot spa for my birthday at the beginning of the year, and that's a godsend, that is. And, yeah, it's I'm, I am actually genuinely happily surprised at how unbroken I'm feeling at the moment. I say it's three months in, I've done a quarter of the challenge. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping – and my running's actually getting better. So I'm, I'm getting faster. Mm. And I've actually pulled a couple of um, PBs out of the bag in recent weeks. Um, yeah, it, it's been enjoyable at the moment. Ask me that again in another three months and I might have an entirely different answer for you. I was going to say, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, it's it's obviously it's a lot better to be able to say that, that a quarter of the way through, feeling pretty good and, and things are going well, as opposed to, to being a quarter of the way through and being like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Like, it's just, it's just, you know, everything hurts. Like, I, 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 I don't know why I'm doing, you know why you're doing it. There's obviously a, a, a pretty great reason that why you're doing it, but, uh, you know, ride that wave of things feeling good and, and enjoying it. And, and now as we're getting into the spring, you know, weather, hopefully will start to improve and it'll make it even more enjoyable to get out there and, and, uh, keep, keep on keeping on. Um, I, I wonder Joe and, 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 it, Obviously, you know, it's, it's your experience, so you can tell me. But the, the few times that I've tried and dabbled into a, a little bit of a run streak, you know, a run every day type of situation, um, I, I feel like physically I've been able to, to kind of do it. And, and the times I've done it, I haven't been doing a 10K every day. So maybe there's a little bit of difference there as well. But, you know, the, like most days I might be doing that 10K and then there's that one day that would normally be a rest day. Well, I'll just do one or two miles to do tick the box, say I did another day, whatever. Um, but mentally I feel like that's where the fatigue catches up to me when it's a run every day type of situation. There's never that, that mental break. And, and, um, like just something that I feel like I need, like I, I physically, you know, probably the the break does me good, but mentally it seems like having my, my one day off per week really makes a difference for me. Um, have you had any of, of any struggles on that front as far as motivation, how you're just being mentally run down, mentally tired, um, physically, it sounds like your body's adapting and doing pretty well, but but how are you doing on, on a mental side of things? I do have some days where I have to almost chuck myself out of the house before I've even had a chance to really think about it, mm. because otherwise it seems like such a chore to go and do it. And the days when I have like a, a long day, I don't get a chance to get out until the evening, and maybe it's gone dark by that point, and I'm going to have to run on the roads, um, by the busy roads. I mean, I've got some beautiful runs in the countryside by the river, but in daylight. So the days, I say, where I'm actually out uh, in dark. And, yeah, it, 
you, you, you do lose motivation. But I, I have literally just chucked myself out the door without letting myself think about it. Once I'm out, it's actually really good. Five minutes into the run, I'm really enjoying it again. It's just like getting out the front door bit, getting my trainers on. I do, on the days where I'm kind of struggling a little bit with it, I do kind of have a word in myself and say, well, hang on. The people who, like my friend, Mm-hmm. They were obviously having a lot worse struggles than me simply getting out of the house and going for a run. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm really, really lucky I can actually do that full stop. Mm-hmm. So I do have a little little talk to myself and tell myself that actually maybe just appreciate what you have got and you have got the ability to go and do that as opposed to grumble about the fact that you've got to go and do that. So I try and switch, switch it around in my head. And then, yeah, just get out. So the second I'm out, I'm loving it. So, And every time I've had a bad, I don't want to go out thought, I've generally had a really good run when I have actually got out the door. It, that's, but, yeah, that's, I have to kick myself up the bum. Yeah, right. And, and you know, change the perspective a little bit. But that, that's interesting what you said about the days that seems like it's the most difficult to get going often can can be some of the, the better runs. Um, and I wonder, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe this is just me musing, to, to myself, but like, I wonder if it's just kind of that, that perspective of, uh, you're starting the run and expectations are low. You're not really feeling it like whatever. Maybe it's, it's the end of the day. It's late or it's, it's super early. You got to get it done early because you got a busy day plan, whatever the, the reasons might be, but you're just kind of like, Oh, like I, you know, again, kind of like my, my idea of just ticking the box, you know, got to, got to get these, these, this 10 K in, got to get these, these couple miles in or whatever the case might be for, for each individual person. But because the expectation is low, it almost has nowhere to go but up. It, 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 you know, once you get going, like like, it, it can't really get. In theory, I mean, I guess it always could, but in theory, it's not going to get much worse. And so all of a sudden, just the little things that the birds chirping, or you know, the the fact that the road is usually busy, but today it wasn't that busy. You didn't have to dodge cars. You could just kind of relax and enjoy it and not be uh, as alert for for cars not paying attention. Like some of those little things that we probably take for granted on a day that you're excited for a run become a lot more magnified. And then, and as a result, it's like, wow, that was a really great run. Um, because you started out thinking like, oh, it's going to be miserable. And then, you know, you got pleasantly surprised. Yeah, absolutely. I've, yes, I've, that, I think that really is it. That I've gone out with low expectations. And a couple of my PBs recently, I've gone out on my own. I've been in an absolutely foul mood because of something that's happened uh, you know, in, in the day or whatever. And I've just kind of gone out and I've not, I thought I'm going to have a slow run. I'm going to have a steady run. And I've just gone faster than I normally ever run. And I've been like, oh, I can keep this up. Oh, I'm going to use that emotion or I'm going to use that just, you said that lack of expectation to just see what I can do. I didn't go out to run PBs, mm-hmm. but it just happened that way. And I think if I actually set out to have a fast run, I wouldn't have done it. It would have probably gone horribly wrong. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. It is that lack of expectation, that lack of pressure on yourself as well. You're just like, right, just get out, just do your miles and then and say, enjoy it or you know you just see what's out there and see how the run goes and that, that's why it sometimes ends up just being a really good run mm-hmm. don't get me wrong not everyone goes like that some days it is an absolute slog <laughs> and i'm just again questioning every life choice i've ever made in my life and why i'm doing the challenge and my legs feel like lead and i'm just kind of like right i've just got to get around i don't care about my time but yeah sometimes you are pleasantly surprised yeah. definitely yeah. Yeah. And again, you, you run long enough for everybody listening. You, if you haven't experienced that yet, you just keep running. You'll, you'll have one of those days where you're not really feeling it. You get out there and then, yeah, you're, you're pleasantly surprised at, at, at how things went. Um, 
how is uh how's the fundraising going joe is it is it been a challenge has it is it uh i, I know that that about it i guess it's it's two years ago now uh was it two years no it was a year ago it was just before all the pandemic started um i did a uh uh, charity race, you know, ran a race for a charity and raised, raised money and all that kind of good stuff, which was something that I'd been thinking about doing for a while. But the idea of asking for money was kind of the thing that was holding me back for a while. It's just something that, that I wasn't super comfortable with. And, and, uh, you know, I knew I probably could do it, but it's just like, oh, that, 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 that constantly just asking you, can you support, can you support, can you support was, was something that was, was it a hurdle for me to get over? Uh, have you been, been, you know, doing well on that front? Has that been a struggle for you as well? Or, or how is the, 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 you know, raising money uh, piece of the puzzle coming together so far? So it, I'm doing well, but it's also been a struggle. Mm. So I think I can kind of uh, identify with exactly what you kind of said there in the fact I'm not one who tends to like to go out and ask people for things. I'm, I, I yeah, I didn't want to keep badgering people about it. And I'm thinking, oh, people are going to get really sick of me for 365 days in the year. Mm-hmm. I'm you know, banging on about raising money every one of those days. I'm going to potentially alienate people who I'm friends with. But actually, that not happened at all. People being extraordinarily supportive about it. And I set my target initially at £2,021, 2021. 20, I thought, right. well, why not? It just seemed a, a good thing. So sort of um and i've already achieved that so i'm on 2800 something at last count mm. so that's not bad going for quarter of the year so what i've done probably quite stupidly is i've decided to raise my um target to 12000 pounds so 1000 pounds per month of running mm-hmm. and i'm hoping by the end of the year we'll have smashed that and gone beyond that and raised an awful lot more Again, I have to kind of get over myself and the whole I don't want to ask people for money because I really do need to ask people for money because if I don't ask people, people aren't going to know about it and they're not going to donate. So, yeah, I've I've found that um, a bit difficult myself, but it's something I am kind of getting to grips with, which is why I'm putting things on my Insta um, stories, on my Insta page, why I've got the separate sort of Facebook page set mm-hmm. up, so um, 10K a day with Joe BK. And I'm trying to link well, I, my, my Strava runs, link to my Just Giving page, my fundraising page, mm-hmm. so that people can actually see what I'm doing. I'm accountable for it. And hopefully by people just seeing the consistency of what I'm doing, they'll then remember to donate. And I'm also thinking by through a year, some people might donate and then forget their donations and donate again <laughs> later on in the year <laughs> if I just keep on at them. Or, or but maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe they'll be so inspired by what you've been doing that they'll, that they'll happily remember that they already donated, but give a, give you some more because, wow, you've, you've been doing 10 K a day here. Here's an extra, you know, here, here's some, some extra, extra money. Uh, because you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to stay, stay as consistent, but look at what Joe's doing. So, so yeah, keep, keep telling people, keep banging the drum. Um, but, but good on you for, for, you know, I, I, for, for obviously for, for smashing the original goal already. Like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, instead of resting on your laurels, setting the site even higher, um, and, and just continuing to, to make a difference. Yeah. I thought, I thought I should have some confidence in myself that I can do this. If you think if sometimes it's like a positive thought, isn't it? I'm going to go out and do something. I'm going to raise my target. I'm going to achieve that. It gives you kind of something to kind of focus on and, and work towards, I thought I could just leave the target where it was and just see how much more we could get. But I think, so having a goal, I'm a very goal-orientated mm-hmm. person I've discovered over the years. So giving myself that goal is something to work towards. And I'm hoping that people will help me to meet that and then maybe even 
change it up again if we if we hit the twelve thousand, maybe we'll raise it again or just see how far we can get with it. So right, right. yeah, see how the rest of the year goes. Yeah, absolutely. Just you know, kind of like running, just keep keep taking it. You know, one day at a time, or keep like your challenge. You know, as, as cliche as it is, one day at a time, one mile, one mile at a time, one kilometer, one step. Um, you know, one one pound, and and as it, as it keeps ticking up, then if you want to, you know, you're in a position to keep doing more, keep doing more good. Then hey, by all means, keep on keeping on. Yeah, totally. I mean, when I go out to run some days, I kind of get to like two k, and I'm like, is that it? Is that all I've got to? <laughs> But then all of a sudden you're at 10 and it's done. So I'm hoping that the same in the fundraising thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so every pound, every penny will help and it will really bump that, that, to, yeah, that total up over the course of the year. And I think mine will just be really grateful for any money's raised really because they're going to need it. So. Oh, of course, of course. And, and, and yeah, glad to, glad to hopefully play a small little role in, in helping you get to, to the goal and, and exceed the goal. Uh, and once again, guys, we'll have, we'll have the link in the show notes, uh, to make it an easy link to find, uh, disruns.com slash nine, three, four. We'll get you back there. And we'll have that link to the, to, to Joe's page to donate, uh, to, to support mine and, and support, uh, a, a very good charity, uh, helping those that are struggling mentally right now. Uh, so Joe, as we're getting kind of close to, to wrapping up a couple, one thing you mentioned a couple times, it was kind of one of those, like, all right, I'm going to put a pin in this. And if we have a chance to get back to it, we'll get back to it. And I, and I'm glad that we do. Uh, you said this wasn't the, the maybe the first challenge, first kind of crazy thing that you decided to do that you, that maybe your husband at first was like, oh, this is ridiculous, but then decided to, uh, you know, obviously he's going to support you and, and cheer you on along the way. Uh, can you can you tell us a couple of the other maybe random physical challenges, difficult challenges, things that you've come up with over the years that uh, that you, that you've embarked upon? Yeah, um, so my friends and I decided we were going to go and do the ultra run of um, ultra tour of Arran um, in April. So it's up in the Scottish Highlands. And it's a 30-mile race one day and then a 30-mile race the next day. Mm-hmm. And again, it seemed like a really good idea at the time when we decided we were going to sign up to it. I've done lots of stupid CrossFit competitions, sort of like in the UK and uh, going over to Portugal and you know, all over the place doing things like that. Um, randomly just signed up to marathons, did the Berlin Marathon. Just I thought, oh, I'll sign up. It's a ballot. I won't get a place. Um, yep, I got a place. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't. I like to always have something to focus on, shall we say? Mm. And I get bored really easily. So I, I'm not the kind of person who will ever just sit on the sofa and not do anything for a weekend. I'm always doing stuff. And yeah, the, the poor husband, he just gets dragged along for the ride. Bless him. I think he'd be really happy just as he sat, yeah, you know, watching box sets and Netflix on the TV. Um, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You've got more fun things to be doing. Oh, that's so. Yes, there's, there's, there's loads of things I've done like that over the years. That's that's you know I I, I think a I think that's obviously that's that's awesome and and that's kind of I feel like how I try to to set myself up as well in in terms of you know I I know some some runners that you know they have their their plans mapped out for the next year or two as far as you know this this week is going to be this race and then this month is this race and I'm going to do this here and this there and 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 obviously nothing wrong with that if if you're the type of person that can map things out for 6 months 12 months 18 months 24 months in advance um that's not me I like to just kind of kind of sounds like a little bit like you kind of kind of almost fly by the seat of my pants like you know be be 
be at a point where, you know, give me, give me a few weeks, give me a month or two, and I can be ready for, for anything, you know, 50K probably and under as far as just building up and being able to, to run it without, maybe not have my best day, maybe not have a PR or a PB type of day, but at least have a day that I can feel pretty good and get out there and finish it and get out of bed the next morning and not look like I'm too close to, to my 80s, but, you know, at least, at least look like I'm maybe in my 60s instead of my, my late 30s, but, you know, whatever, whatever the case might be. Um, so I think there's, there's, at least for me, that that works well, and not having all the big plans, and just kind of you know whatever whatever life throws at you, whatever opportunities come your way, um, be ready to grasp them and and just enjoy it, and you know have fun along the way. Yeah, I mean we've got some challenges actually set up for this year as well as as well as my ten k every day. I've agreed to do a twenty four hour endurance run as a team run, so that'll be my ten k will come into that as well. Mm-hmm. But we're doing I think there's six of us in a team. Um, we're yeah, running for 24 hours. We're doing a coast, man versus coast race, which is down in Cornwall, starting at the, uh, on the coastline, got some coast steering, jumping and raising, and running, I think it's, I think it's 25 miles maybe for that one. And um, what's the other thing I'm doing? Oh yeah, 100 um, kilometer walk in 30 hours as well, in the back end of September in the South Downs, sort of like at the bottom of the country. So, you know, to just kind of go alongside my 10K every day. And my friends are like, what, are you going to run the Man versus Coast 26, 25 miles, whatever it is, and then do your 10K the next day? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, well, why not? I mean, it'll be fun. There you go. There you go. You just you just take take what life gives you and and have a good time with it, um, and that maybe leads us into the uh, to I don't know maybe it does maybe it doesn't I, it might be a terrible segue we'll see but it leads into the kind of the final question I like to ask uh, Joe something I call a, a philosophical question which can sound a little bit scary but basically it's kind of like the introductory question just something fairly simple you can kind of take it whichever way you want to go with it uh, and that's where we'll, where we'll kind of wrap things up for today. Um, but I'd be curious, you know, going back however many years it's been, but when your mom was like, hey, let's go run this half marathon. And, and you're like, yeah, right. No, no way I'm doing that. And then she's out there bobbing and weaving, running up ahead, running back, which, which side note, funny story, funny ish story. My wife did like when, when my wife and I started dating, she was the runner and I was not. And, and she would ask me to go run with her and she would do that exact same thing. It's annoying as all get up when somebody's running, literally running circles around you and they run up a couple hundred yards and turn around, and come back. And you know, oh, I, I, I can understand what you were going through, what you were feeling that day completely. Um, but, but looking at, 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 you know, the person you were then, the person you were now, I feel like for, for me personally, running has taught me a lot of things, a lot of things about myself, a lot of things about others, a lot of things that I'm able to use in, in other areas of my life as well, beyond just, you know, when I have my shoes on and I'm out there, uh, out there logging some miles. But, uh, can you think of one or two or however many examples you're willing to share of, of maybe some things that running has taught you, uh, that, that you're able to use in your, your day-to-day life, uh, beyond just what you're able to, to use, obviously when you're, when you're out logging your, your 10 K every single day. I think it's taught me that I'm actually a lot more resilient and I'm a lot more capable than I perhaps thought. And that I've, I, you know, you can do a lot more than you actually think you can if you just put your mind to it and just, just do it. And it's kind of stopped me shying away from other things. So I'm, I'm, it's made me braver because I know what I can do and I know I'm quite strong walled and bloody minded. <laughs> Uh, stupid or stubborn which way you want to look at it and they kind of show me that I can achieve the things I set out to achieve so it's really helped me with that I think that's probably the the, the best sort of life skill it's given me 
Perfect. Perfect. And as, as uh, you saw, cause we had the video on, I'm sitting here nodding my head the whole way because I can totally relate to that. And I bet you that there's a lot of folks that are listening right now whose head has been nodding because they can, they can relate to that as well. But thank you for, for sharing that Joe. And, and once again, guys, if you want to connect with Joe and, and follow along uh, for the, the next, you know, nine months or so of, of this year's journey and who knows what other crazy challenges she, she'll come up with uh, once, once we get, once, once she finishes 365, 10 K's uh, at jojo underscore bk on instagram is the handle there uh on facebook at joe bk one zero km at joe bk 10 km on facebook and uh once again all the social media stuff will be linked up obviously the link to donate as well if you're so moved and, and you would be so uh willing to to kick a few uh few dollars few pounds few cents whatever whatever you can support uh but we'll have that link as well at disruns.com slash 934 com slash 934 for today's show notes so uh joe thank you for uh for making the time today um but but more importantly thank you for the difference you're making in in the lives of those that are really struggling um you know and and probably the difference it'd be differences that you'll never know right because it's people that that you don't necessarily know that are going to be benefiting from mind and, and the work that they're doing um yet you're you're doing it you're getting out there you're making a difference you're raising funds you're stepping outside your comfort zone and uh i i just want to applaud you for for that and certainly wish you nothing but the best and and stay in touch maybe maybe uh towards the end of this we can we can circle up and do it again and kind of let people know how it went and how things have gone um but uh, again thank you for the time today and, and nothing but the best to you going forward Oh, no, thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, so thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Joe and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's conversation. What, what's your takeaway du jour for today? Which, if you speak French, you know that is redundant. Just a little bit. Anyway, uh, my takeaway today, I, I'll go first as per, uh, as per usual. Um, my takeaway was when, when Joe was talking about, uh, you know, sometimes having some, some days when things don't kind of fall in line and you're not really feeling it and you know, it's, it's, it's late, but obviously with her, with her challenge for this year, like she's got to get out there and go, you know, every day, 10 K get it done. Um, and, and the takeaway from, from that little segment of the conversation that, that stood out to me was the idea of, of just starting, of just starting sometimes maybe, maybe, maybe more often than we care to admit, maybe more often than I care to admit, at least for myself. Um, I'm not exactly feeling my run. I'm not exactly excited, chomping at the bit, ready to get out there and and make it happen. Some days I feel like that. And obviously those days like get after it, but on the days when, when I'm feeling kind of meh like maybe i'm not really like anti-run but i'm not excited for it um sometimes the the hardest part is just getting out the door right whether it's first thing in the morning midday later in the afternoon evening uh if, if you've got this run that you you want to get in or you, you feel like maybe you should get in and you're not really feeling it just start just start and and like joe mentioned you know once you get started like it usually kind of perks up falls into place feels pretty good and, and then you get it done and i definitely noticed that to be be true for me uh, there's been more, more than a handful of times in, in the, in the past few months where I've thought to myself, uh, you know, just, just get out there and, and, you know, my typical day is about, about Joe's 10 K. Like usually I'm about 6.1 miles, something like that. Like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm feeling it today, but I, you know, I can get out and do, do a couple miles, do, do three or four, um, maybe give myself a little, a little break today and I'll be darned, but 
99 times out of 100, maybe maybe not quite that much, maybe 9 times out of 10, so close to 99 out of 100 for you math gurus out there. Uh, but more often than not, I get out there, and, and, and that's the plan. Like, I'll just do a couple miles and, and shut it down. And once I get going, once I, once I kind of find my groove, once everything kind of settles in, usually a half mile, mile in, something like that, it's like, well, hell, I'm out here. I'm not, I'm not cutting it short. I'm just, you know, I feel good. I'm fine. Everything's good. Every, the, the body's working. Um, let's just, let's just cruise it, get it done. Let's do the full, the full normal six and, and, and be done with it. And so that's, that's kind of my takeaway, I guess, is that on the days when you're, when you're meh, on the days that you're not really feeling it, speaking for myself on the days when I'm meh, on the days when I'm not really feeling it, uh, just start, just start. And if, and if it continues to be, eh, then shut it down. But for me personally, more often than not, I find that once I get started, everything's, then, then you're good to go. Sometimes it's a lot like work, you know, sometimes it's, it's like doing these, these podcasts. I'm not really feeling it, but once I get started, Hey, we're good to go. Uh, certainly is the case with, uh, a fair few of my runs. So that's my takeaway. You know, something that you're not really feeling, not really excited about. Just, just get started. You know, just, just start the ball rolling, start your feet moving. And, uh, if it, if it continues to be, eh, then maybe that's a good day to, to shut it down early. But, but I f- tend to find that more often than not, once I get started, I'm good to go. And then we, we get the full run in and then it you know, probably makes me a better person the rest of the way, the day too, because if I do cut it short, then I'm all pissy at myself that I didn't, didn't do it. Right. Maybe that's just, maybe, hopefully that's not you. Maybe that's just me. Um, but just start, just start. That is my takeaway for today. Uh, what about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Let me know. You know where to find me at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And last but not least, or maybe not last but not least, but other ways to find me and, and this episode as well is to go over to the show notes, which you can get to at disruns.com slash 934, disruns.com slash 934. We got the links, we got the photos, uh, we got all the things. And of course, we got at the comment section, the comment bar down there at the bottom of the page. You can, uh, you know, leave your thoughts, leave your feedbacks. Tell me why I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, tell me what your takeaway is, why your takeaway is better. We're not going to argue about it. I'll, I'll see. You think your takeaway is better? Your takeaway is probably better. It's, it's all good to me. Uh, because takeaways are individual, right? Yours is good. Mine is good. We're all good. We're all good. But let me know at Dizruns uh, on the social medias, Dizruns at gmail.com, Dizruns.com slash 934. Uh, one last time for today's sponsor, Head Sweats. Uh, I'm an ambassador. I'm a fan. I've got more hats than I could ever possibly wear at any one time because I guess I've got more than like one or two, which I mean, that's really about how many you can wear at once. Uh, but I got a nice little rotation going. Looking forward to adding to it. And uh, if you want to add to your hat rotation, your visor rotation, your whatever rotation, uh, disruns.com slash headsweats is the affiliate link. Help me out. Uh, help yourself out. Save yourself 40% as well with the coupon code disruns40, disruns40 at checkout. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the time and attention. It's been a pleasure going with you wherever it was that we went today. And until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you guys.